0: This is, this is this The President's is, Neck is Missing.
1: Your quasi intellectual guide through today's modern world with host Rurik Yakel and special guest Neo Guevara.
0: Warning language, content, listen at
1: your own risk. Here now is Rurik Yakel. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I am Rurik Yakel. Your host of The President's Neck is missing. Episode one is here. Uh, I seriously wish to thank my friend T Bone from Sound Lounge for helping us out with our intro, mixing our shit so we don't come off as completely ineffectual idiots. Um, let's see, before we get going, uh, please send us your comments, concerns, and feedback at President's Neck at Gmail. Uh, we are at Instagram and on Facebook. All right, thank you. Huh. I don't know what a fucking whirlwind this last year has been. The whole fucking world feels like a TV show that stayed too long and lost its original characters. Um, You know, let's see. 2020 has given us a global pandemic, lockdowns, debates of wearing masks, claims of rigged elections, hidden government coups, prime minister ethic violations, sex cult trafficking, fake news, crumbling economy, Black Lives Matter, White supremacists, racial injustices, fucking forest fires, climate change, climate change deniers, flat earthers, QAnon, war on Christmas, baby Yoda, Kobe, cancel culture, death penalty, social media, tweets, TikTok, assassinations, Sean Connery, beheadings, impeachments, Proud Boys, bailouts, polarized societies, social distancing, Alex Trebek, Harvey Weinstein, flatten the curve. Antifa, Aunt Jemima, Confederate flags, defund the police, female vice presidents, hurricanes, killer wasps, Jesus Christ. Uh, to dive deeper into this fucking dog's breakfast of a place I call Earth, uh, I want to introduce my good friend and guest host from Big Bone Lick, Kentucky, Neil Gravera. Hey! Hey, Neil, my friend. I am Neil Gravera. How are you doing, Mr. Yackle? Very good, sir. Very good. Um, how are how, how are things uh, in your neck of the woods? Uh,
0: my neck of the woods in Big Bone is uh, it's hearty, it's meaty and bony. Um, <laughs> going back to that list, there, yeah, wow, what a what a retrospect. Hey, and and we haven't even closed out the year yet. It's um, a little frightening when you can generate a list like that and still know that we probably didn't, you know, get everything in it. Right. <laughs> but right. I, I'm kind of, I'm worried about the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, which by timelines looks like it's 2021. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird, it's definitely a weird, uh, weird time. I feel like um, there's a great discourse right now in the human collective and, I feel like that's feeding um, a lot of the flames. It's fanning a lot of the uh, social tensions and anxieties out there, which is furthering the divide. Um, and people who were, you know, maybe a little wishy-washy before are now, um, you know, dead fast within their beliefs and, you know, their, their partisan mindsets towards things. So it's really weird. I mean, especially you want to look at, uh, you know, let's just go with anti-maskers for a sec. Um, sure. I find that to be a really confusing stance to take. Um, and I'll tell you why, because you know what, I've had grandparents, man, and I fucking love them. And I don't think it's, uh, you know, and I, we all have grandparents if we're existing. So, um, you know, for the most part, we, we all love our grandparents. I'm, you know, I'm sure there's some exceptions out there, but for, you know, in a general consensus, we love grandma. We love grandma.
1: Mine are both dead and, uh, only one was a decent person, <laughs> uh, but, I, but I won't say which one. Hey, that's better than both.
0: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> And and when I when I look at it and I, I, I think that it's a big red flag of of an ego trip. Um, for you to take it as a personal attack on your quote freedoms, um, to put on a mask as a preventative measure to protect those who are at risk. I find that to be selfish. And here's why. You don't get to tell me that the value of someone I love's life is less than your um, personal freedoms while well. you get to exist and
1: breathe air. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's it's it, it, frustrating. It, it's, and it's interesting that, you know, back in the 1940s, you know, people can collected aluminum from as far as even taking the strips of aluminum off of their gum wrappers to save for the war efforts. And, you know, fast forward. I mean, it's, you know, we just had remembrance day um, mm-hmm. uh, f- for our veterans and, today fast forward we can't even put a cloth over our mouths just to hit the mall to you so you can go out and buy your fucking shoes exactly. with fucking lights on them and, and and that's frustrating that that we went from the, the the sacrifice that people made back then to 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 win a war to today going fuck it
0: Exactly, and 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 I think the biggest slap in the face there is that the people who we are trying to protect protect with those preventative measures, uh, some of them are those very same people who fought in that war to to give us the freedoms and yeah. the lifestyle that yeah. we have today, and <clears throat> now the, you're you're not even willing to put temporarily while you're out like it's it's a super easy thing it's very very simple if you've got medical conditions you're exempt from it so for all those who don't have actual substantiated reasons as to not wear one you're simply being an egotistical fucking asshole and you should probably get over yourself Uh, would you bigger than you this is bigger (laughs) than you this is bigger than everything because i'll tell you why again you just because you don't love the people that i love or care about doesn't mean that you have the right to risk their fucking death
1: Right. And and the, the reality is, you know, anti-maskers, at least from uh, the um, the evidence that I see, they're punching down on the wrong fucking people. These people exactly. are walking into stores and, and talking to employees that are just employed at um, a- any you know department store or, or franchise or a fast food restaurant. And these people, the audacity to come in and yell at these employees, they don't create policy. They don't create health mandatory guidelines. These people are just trying to do their work. And, and, and you are a rat piece of shit. If you can walk into a store and, and berate a girl because they don't believe they need to be wearing a mask. And I hate to break the news to a lot of people. You don't have rights. In this fucking country you, you have, have privileges, privileges. It, 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 rights are something that that's a that's a that's a made up construct in your own fucking head we have to wear seatbelts. we have to make sure that we stop at a red light um i have to wear pants when i go into the fast food store i found that out with that court date <laughs> yeah. so apparently that's, uh, I, apparently that's I, I, a thing I, the clothing stuff is always the hard find know, isn't it? yeah exactly i always hear that you know zellers has pants or boys pants half off yeah, i know it's like <laughs>
0: And it's yeah. weird how it always leads into like public masturbation.
1: It's it's weird. Uh, you know what? It, it drives me crazy that these people don't understand that we're already dealing, you already have restraints in this world. You, you are not permitted to do whatever the fuck you want because again, the so-called freedom that you think is being taken from you. Exactly. It's it. And, and, you know, to even
0: go on a good analogy about the, the vehicles and then, you know, safety belts and red lights. Picture if you had a group of people who are like, yeah, I'm not going to be a brainwashed sheep and stop at a red light and then subsequently risk the lives of all the other motorists. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wear a fucking mask is basically like slowing down at a yellow and stopping at a red. You aren't doing it because you're a sheep and you know it's a part of your programming. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do as a decent human being and you don't want to risk yourself or anybody else around you getting into a horrible accident. And Would you- yeah, you know, absolutely. that's that's a comparison that
1: I would draw there. You know? Would you say it's time to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, look. Um, <laughs> the world feels like it's tipping off its axis. Uh, first off, the U.S. election is a fucking circus. Um, when are people going to stop playing this us versus them game in their own political party? Um, they're, they're like, there was no winner in this election you like look at the numbers this is the closest you'll get to highlighting that both sides failed like mr magoo or scrooge mcduck didn't do anything meaningful in their campaigns to move these dials so when are people going to start asking more from their political parties
0: well i feel like no one gets involved until it's time to cast a vote it's like you have these fair weather um political people who it's much you see this in sports teams no one cares until it's playoffs you know, no one, no one cares about you know preseason, postseason. It's just about the playoffs and who's who's going to make it to the to the finals. And then the finals is when everyone's geared up and you see them and they're oh, everyone's got the passion on, you know, high. And and that's what you have here. So people aren't even, I mean, you know, it's like this two party system that people aren't even look at other parties outside of the two parties that have always been there and always vying for you know head of state. So and it's, it's garbage in and it's garbage out, and it's it's it's, it's the same. And you can at least choose better fucking candidates. Like if you're going to keep two parties, choose better running candidates. Absolutely.
1: absolutely. Like Neo, that's a prime example. You. Yeah, like is, is really Donald Trump really encapsulates the best of America. Are you telling me? And is, is Joe Biden really the best choice in candidate to really, as a chess move, lead that country where it needs to go. And I already know the answer. Fuck you. It is
0: <laughs> exactly. Why, why do we have people who are relevant and in touch with, with a current society and the people who they're supposed to be representing? Um, you got these guys who are in age groups that they could wake up tomorrow, not remembering their first fucking name. Man. Like, like, like Joe Biden has no relativity. Like, okay, let's just say I am an American citizen, but we're we're going to use every other demographic that I represent. Okay. We're going to make up that demographic, but now we're going to go, I'm a, you know, a such and such male of a such and such age. He's got no relativity to me, man. He's got zero. And that speaks to not only my demographic, but across the board, tons, tons of millions of people he doesn't represent, but he's got a slight margin of value where people go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to side with him. Cause this piece of shit still not as shitty as that piece of shit.
1: Well, and that's the thing, you know, like, you know, you know, Joe Biden always talks about how, you know, when he was at Scranton, Ohio and, or Scranton, Pennsylvania, he grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And, and, uh, you know, you know, used to take a, it, it, you know, take the trolley downtown to, you know, put I- two for a quarter
0: back in my day and I wore an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time.
1: Yes. Like how, <laughs> out of, how out of touch do you like we, we have to admit that probably still gives out, you know, seniors, any get out candy. With you know? Current, seniors get out of touch with the current movement as you age. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just happens with everybody technology advances, no and you forget how to download a movie. I mean, that just, that's, <laughs> just, that's a, that's a prerequisite. Exactly, it's called
0: being old, man. That's yes. just that's psychologically okay. we break down, and so yeah, we've got these two two meatheads that you know are are expired, man. Like let's just put like if you want to put an expiry date on on a, on the human brain, this is say for you know optimal function. Well, right. at sixty-five is when the decline starts to hit, and that's just a, a biological. That's a that's a scientific fact, man. Um, right. Brain cells. Do you,
1: start the, do you think there should be an age uh, limit on on like terms for uh, people that run into politics at, at the highest Look- level? Well, don't they don't they already have one? Like you have to be seventy
0: plus to be, to be a president. Like,
1: that's that's a fair point. Uh, yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because you know, in in the states, you know, the commander in chief is at the highest level of the of the military, and in the military, you you ha- you you're you have to take a retirement. I believe it's like when you're in your sixties, sixty-eight or something. So I, I find it surprising that in the military you'd have to take uh you have to take retirement at a certain age. But for the commander in chief of that military, it's like, oh no, you could be eighty-four. Yeah, and 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 literally, man, I mean, I don't want and I'm not
0: trying to speak ill of the elderly here, man. But these are this is just a, a, a natural thing that happens as you age, your body starts breaking down, things start deteriorating and it happens to your brain and to your brain cells and your reflexes get slower and your synopsis fires slower. And there's just, a, there's a lot of things that that happen at that point. And to have someone who's in a state of deterioration, um, you know, who can push a nuke button. I just, that's an uncomfortable thought for me. I don't know. I I, I don't, you know, I don't want someone having a mood. And obviously I know that there's things put in place so that it just, it can't be just a, a bad day. I'm pushing the button, but of, of course, but still we have a person there who's ultimately got the authority to make what he wants happen.
1: Well, And, 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 and we can get to Donald Trump's uh, fucking terrible, uh, you know, nuclear uh, um, policies uh, in another episode. That's definitely, I, I I'm going to be doing that one. Um, okay. So we have a, a best leaven vanity fair article that came out. Uh, Trump, plans to barricade himself in the Oval Office. I don't know if it's kind of like that scene in, you know, Scarface where, you
0: know,
1: he's going to continue to fight for his readmittance and, you know, this big election fraud uh, narrative that they're pushing. Um, he hasn't apparently written any concession speech. Um, no, he so, you know, Trump garnered forty nine percent of the vote. Uh, that's sixty nine million voters that voted for him. Um, that's a lot of ideologies to be silenced and to be left disenfranchised. Um, wh- like, what, what does this look like for the next in the for the next little while, the next couple of years? Where do these people? I mean, I think we, I think we agree at some level that Trump has created and will be leaving behind for the first time a, a, a Republican Party that no longer. Is what it used to be. It's no longer it used to be very Reagan-esque Republican Party as we know it. And it's been overtaken by Trumpism. Yes. Yes. Agreed. And and if these people do get silenced, if we're gonna assume Joe Biden's in and, and he's elected president and that this this fraud election narrative is bullshit, what happens then? And we're, and we're talking gun. Gun toter. Oh, I know.
0: We're talking about crazy <laughs> fucking fanatics. It's it's like looking at a Confederacy uprising again, man. It's it's literally it's re it's reawoken a, a spirit of of hatred, dude. Like it, it honestly has. It's it's re it's reawoken a spirit of hatred that the majority of their society has been trying to extinguish over you know however many decades now. And I feel like they've taken major steps backwards within their society as far as their levels of tolerance and acceptance for one another by having an asshole like Trump at the helm. Um, so yeah, you're going to have a bunch of displaced, gun-toting, fanatically angry people who are uh, vehemently upset with anyone who doesn't agree with them. What do they do with that energy? You know, do they create? A, do they create a new a new group now? Um, you know, they formed. They 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 they're you know now a new new type of a uh, political militia. You know, to go out there and uh, disrupt and, and create chaos. Are we going to see little civil uprisings in particular metropolises? You know, within that society. I mean, well, I that's Trump, a fair game to me. You
1: know, and I think Trump's made it okay to to show your racist true feelings, and he's yeah. allowed it okay to to be violent and to and to punch down on on the weak and punch down on the oppressed. Of I mean, that's, that, that's, that's, what that's we, bullying, that's bullying. And, and Trump's a
0: coward. And we know that, right? I mean, here's a guy who made his millions off of his father and, and, and he did it by evicting um, low-income housing residents, bulldozing their homes and creating condos for the wealthy elite people to live in. Um, you know, this guy is, he's, he's a historical piece of shit, man. It's just, you can go back to the eighties and nineties and quote this asshole. Um, he's disgusting. So um, people who, people who are going to fanatically follow him, that's, I mean, are they not within that same descriptor? You know?
1: <laughs> it's uh it's interesting that, you know, these are, this is the legacy of things that he'll be leaving behind. Um, I thought it'd be good tonight um, to take a look at some of the things that he has created in the terms that he's been, been president. Um, and one particular one to do tonight is the coined term fake news. Uh, now, generally, this term critically means um, any press that was critical of him. It, that, that's what it's really what he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's more to it now the, you know, the American views, uh, trust media and democracy report found consensus among Americans that the spread of misinformation on the Internet was a major problem for U.S. democracy, major uh, internet sites like Facebook and Google, Twitter, um, they've all been criticized for their role in the spread of misinformation on the Internet. Um, now, I'm not suggesting that this is the first time that people started questioning the media. And we all know that there is a bias attached to it Or and the government. And people, people have been feeling disenfranchised for decades. Yeah. Um, I think it's also one of the reasons conspiracy theories run so rampant. So I, I guess the question I, I want to pose to you is where did truth go? And why are we so completely removed from universal truths in such a modern age? Um, I'm, I'm like, if you kind of look at, I mean, people don't even believe in people believe that vaccinations, uh, you know, cause autism. That there's that the Earth is flat. That we didn't land on the moon. I always like that one. That was always interesting to me. Uh, the moon landing's fake. Um, they did it on a Hollywood studio. I don't know if you've ever watched a movie from the 1960s that required special effects. Um, but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hold up well. They're pretty yeah. shitty. Yeah, they don't age well. So you're telling me that yeah, they managed to you know create a a special effects system that carried over into the into the 21st century and it had no cracks. It looks still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, so we, let's where did truth go and and what do we? Why are we so completely removed from universal truths in, in today's age?
0: Um. You know it's it's a it's a very um, delicate subject actually, because you've got so many different perspectives um, on that subject as to you know where this this truth went. Um, for me, the way that I look at it personally is it started to fall between the cracks the moment we allowed truth and universal truth to become subjective. um when we when people became in- entitled, to their opinions and their beliefs. Now, now here's the thing about that, okay? I agree that humans are entitled to their opinions and beliefs. What I do not agree with is that you have a forum to practice and preach it and promote it like it's true. It's fine. Okay. I, I, like here, I'll, here's an example I'll use. If you want to believe that the Holocaust didn't happen and within your head you believe that, you're allowed to. There's no thought police and I'm not going to sit here and be that thought police for you. However, The moment you start marching down the street, holding a fucking sign saying the Holocaust didn't happen, wake up, open your eyes. Now you're officially a piece of shit. And the reason for that is, is because it's very well known, very well documented survivors, grave sites.
1: It's an atrocity that is historically distinct. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. It's what's more frightening to that point is they're not even walking down the street to protest. The problem is they're on the Internet. They're on the Internet and they're on the social gravy media seals. and, the gravy and I, seal. yeah the gravy seals and and what i what i personally like i like the saying um you have freedom of speech but you don't have freedom of reach we we, we need to take responsibility for the information that we put out on fucking facebook or twitter but the problem is as i see it there's no accountability for anybody and very much to your point, correct? everybody has everybody says, well, I have a right to my opinion. Well, you don't have the right to an ignorant one. I, 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 yes, if, look, I don't know anything about you know the Bolivian economy and I could probably bullshit my way through it, but it would be wrong of me to steer exactly. head a, a, a conversation towards it. Like Here's we need analogy.
0: like we can, we can disagree about things, right? But Absolutely. you know, I, I'd ra- like we can disagree about you know pizza toppings. We can disagree about political beliefs. What we cannot disagree about is things like racism and you know things like hate and things like ethics that are right and moral versus behaviors and actions that are completely immoral and unethical and unacceptable and those are what we can't allow for. So yes, you're having entitled to your opinion. If you want to think that the whole world is shit and you want to bomb it and blow it up and that's what exists within your head, that's fine. But the moment you start preaching that to everyone else and trying to create a movement based out of falsehood and hatred, you are a problem in society. You are a major problem in society and you're contributing to conflict. And I'll tell you something, man, most people don't want conflict. In fact, most people are very afraid of conflict. When you remove the computer screens and you get them off the internet, They've got no testicular fortitude for conflict, and they run at any given chance, or they freeze, right? So people are out there being combative, trying to get people rallied up, and that's the only way that they have any fortitude. If you've got one idiot, he's going to feel pretty alone and isolated within his idiot world. But the moment he has 100 other idiots behind him, he feels righteous. And now he's not an idiot, because opinion multiplied suddenly
1: becomes fact. And and that's that's another problem, right? It's amazing that... It's amazing to me that I guess for people out there that we, we fear education now and, and, and we no longer revere knowledge and science and people that have spent their, their, their lives dedicated to, to science or health or in, into, you know, making the world um, a lot more uh, progressive and, and better for people. So mm-hmm. we bridge the gaps between four that, you know that there's scholars out there that that do this for their their whole lives and That's it's amazing. all it's all now framed under fake news um two two things i want to throw at you um let's just take look at alex jones and his movement he had the most the most uh youtube uh so he sought after the most by like 5 billion times re- like um, requested Alex Jones obviously runs info wars. He called Sandy hook massacre that the, the school in the States, uh, the shootings of all those uh, young kids. He called that out. was a hoax. Um, he, he, he pins this um, that, that, you know, Democrats are running this, like this major, you know, sex trafficking uh, cult and, um, it's, that's preposterous to me. We have something going on. I, I keep on getting um, emails and uh, about this, Canada's leaked this email about a big global yeah, event, that I, they're going to create this uh, that there's, there's going to be this concentration camp they're going to remove all the Canadians de- now this is exactly this kind of bullshit misinformation that needs to be squashed and, and I, I want your thoughts on that
0: well it's Let's 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 do it in a in a practical way because I find that sometimes when you're dealing with impracticality and irrational people, the best way is to play into it, but then ask practical questions going along with the theme. Right. So let's go with the theme that they're right in what they're saying. That there are these, uh, you know, there is this big plan for a great reset. Okay. So let's take a look at the. Uh, The structure of how that would have to, you know, um, develop and then be executed. First of all, you need a human being involved at every single level of government in every single country in the entire world. Secondly, you would need human beings involved at every single level of law enforcement in every single country in the world. Thirdly, you would need every single country in the world who has been warring with each other for decades, and in some instances, centuries, to suddenly come to an impasse to have this universal agreement that, hey, we're not going to even selectively choose people to eradicate. We're just going to eradicate everybody in our society, right? So here's what the problem for me lies. Um, I don't know 10 people in a group that can keep a secret, let alone 100,000, 200,000, or potentially even a million-plus people who would have to be involved in this great global conspiracy for it to actually be you know, implemented to be able to keep a secret. They're not going to tell their spouses. They're not going to tell their loved ones, and then they're not going to tell their loved ones, and so on and so forth. I think there would be a lot more than one leaked email or one archbishop talking about a great reset. Let's, let's, let's face it. And, at the, and, then, and then, okay. Let's just go with it. Let's just say that everything that I've said still doesn't matter and it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they do have a million people in on it and yeah, those people kept their mouths shut. Okay, so you mean to tell me that some nurse or some doctor in Yugoslavia who makes, you know, in Canadian wages, fourteen fifty an hour, let's say, um, is going to sell out his personal freedoms and his family and his friends for some global agenda that he wouldn't even be directly privy to to understand why he's doing what he's doing. Bull fucking shit. Great great movie plot. Great movie plot. But what's the motivation there? What what does a government get by this? You need in in our in our place in the world here. um, you think the NDP and the conservatives would just stand by and let the liberals go for a totalitarian power grab? No. Well, I mean it's like the structures aren't even set up to allow that to happen. And then you have to look at it like so everyone who puts on a uniform now is just going to start locking up their their kinfolk and their buddies and and, and everything like that. You would at least have a percentage, a large percentage of people involved in military and law enforcement. And they go, no, 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 fuck that. I'm not biting. I'm not playing. So where are those people right now? We have one leaked email. We have one archbishop talking about it. But where are the percentages of police and military and government officials who have ethics involved in the system? Because this is the thing. For this to work, everyone involved in every single system globally has to be a sack of shit, inherently evil, and that's not just realistic or practical at all. You're it's, absolutely it's a, right, You're absolutely away, right.
1: You know, and I remember reading an article um, much to this point that when they proclaimed that the moon landing was fake, they they decided to do a little research. Let's let's assume that was a conspiracy, and and and. That actually was implemented. They did this on a soundstage at, at some uh, Hollywood studio. Um, they they realized that it would require over six hundred people or six thousand people to have known this secret, and with the with the way humans work, that that communication breakdown would have happened in less than two years. Absolutely, and and that's like I don't know if you've ever like tried to just have a surprise party for like even a coworker, Um, but it's always fucking you know Janet that can't keep her fucking mouth shut and it spills the beans because we're politics is dealing with people and people we're complex but we're not. Here is another
0: thing: if you're going back to what you're saying about six thousand people involved in in a fake you know lunar lunar landing, check this out within the time frame that that has happened in the current day and time we are in now how many of people have 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 been on their deathbed that you know out of those 6000 and you mean to tell me not one of them on their deathbed when they got nothing to lose there's nothing hanging over them I'm fucking dying they're not going to go hey honey or hey son daughter or hey loved ones I got to let you know because I can't take this burden with me uh how we duped every human being on the planet for you know decades now um it was fake. You mean to tell me that out of all those people potentially involved in this, no one, even in the in the eclipse of death, would say to any human being or leave a memoir? I mean, come on,
1: man. So, so where I guess the, the the question comes then: How do you protect free speech without censoring it? How and and, and, and do social media presence like Facebook have a responsibility to? To shut down misinformation, to stop—I mean, it's it's almost impossible now. Like we're so polarized, everybody gets their own version of reality.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: and, and 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 I wonder what do we do? We want to protect free speech. We don't want to censor people, but we really got to stop this. Earth is flat. We really have to stop. The Holocaust that didn't happen. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely.
0: And 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 again, to Jeffrey anyone who
1: <laughs> he did. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. um no. here's the thing. Um, when you looking looking at it all, especially when you're when you're talking about okay, well, we, we, we should be able to say what we, we feel and what we like to. Um, when you're looking at things like the moon landing, I mean, there's so much science to back up that it did happen versus that it didn't. When you're looking at flat Earth. You would have to be cognitively dissonant entirely to not be able to answer questions like seasonal changes or the sun rising and setting or, you know, when I mean just there's so many unanswered questions. And when all these people are interviewed um, and they're asked those questions, they openly admit, well, you know, that's the one thing I haven't been able to figure out how they how they worked that like the you know, the world isn't Truman show. And there's been uh, there's been millions of people who's, who have died and fought in wars that can tell you that. If they were alive, you know what I mean? Um, It's, it's, it's life is, is, is real. It's here. It's the reality um, that exists, whether you want to be a part of that reality or not, it's still going to happen to you. Um, It's just like people who say, well, well, like, well, I don't believe that I die. When I die, I go somewhere else. Yes. But in the physical realm of reality, guess what? You are fucking dead. You are going to rot and decompose and putrefy and stink. And (laughs) the rest of us are going to go not look at that and go, well, you know, he's probably came back as a cat. You know, <laughs> you're looking at it going, oh, Johnny's fucking dead. We better have a funeral. Like, come on. Right, right, so, right. So, so there's, again, freedom of beliefs. Absolutely. Freedom of speech. Absolutely. Stop promoting a narrative that you actually cannot even verify for yourself logically to explain. I mean, this is long division, man. Show your work. Show your work. You, you want to throw out, good point. Research, You know, you, you want to do research. Present yours. Give me, especially if you, these people are trying to sway other people's opinions. This is what I love in the comment section. When someone brings up points towards Trump or something, and someone's defending, you know, adamantly about Trump, um, the comment section is always like, well, just do your research. That's yeah. not, that's not the tact of someone who has done research, because mm-hmm. if they're trying to win you over, they're going to present research to you to sway that opinion, to further their point, and prove themselves right within that Whoa. debate.
1: I remember you telling me we had a conversation privately and you said that I thought you said it eloquently. And one of the things you said was, you know, today, everybody says, do your research, do your research. But today that's, we're not talking about like what they're doing on Facebook and these sites. That's not research. They're consuming content. Yes. They're, they're,
0: they're seeking confirmation bias while they're, you know, sitting on their phone, taking a shit. And then they come back after reading a 10 minute blog of opinion, not fact. Well, not neutrality, uh, you know, a, a bias piece, and they f- consider themselves educated on a topic.
1: How many? How many times have you ever seen somebody, uh, uh, like on Facebook, um, present a meme as they think that's an actual historical, like a, a piece of in- evidence or information that you Both. should be.
0: A YouTube video is a rebuttal or a response to a comment that's supposed to enlighten and, 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 you know, persuade you to their side of things. And that's not going to, to anyone of any, I would, I would consider that anyone of any kind of intellectual standpoint is not going to bait into that because if you're, if, if I'm typing words to you that are coming from a perspective and you're regurgitating and recycling a meme of someone else's opinion and they, they created because it resonates with you. um, You're not, making a point and you're not taking a stand you're literally following a trend and being a dick rider that's bottom line
1: <laughs> that's a uh, uh, good point neo um uh, okay uh neo i really want to uh thank you uh for coming on the show today um episode one it's uh, in the pocket my friend and i'm looking forward to uh having you back on uh as always uh you are uh you are my huckleberry awesome yeah yeah
0: yeah thanks man yeah
1: I love you. I love you, really. Look, the the reality is uh, truth matters. It's a universal requirement that binds civilizations together. It seems, however, the light between us is getting smaller and smaller, that we are creating greater monoliths in our beliefs than ever before. But finding common ground and finding universal truths has to be the very foundation to come together. Truth guides us to act with rationality. Maybe that's why we go on social media today. It seems less like a social platform of respectful dialogue and more like a recruiting tool for a date with Johnny Depp. Stanford University reported that students in this day and age find it increasingly difficult to find reliable information on the Internet. Part of the problem is that any unreliable source has to work extra diligent to look credible. The websites themselves aren't going to be self-proclaiming they're fake. Today, we have to fight that the earth is round, vaccines cause autism, global warming is a fraud, the moon landing wasn't real, that a secret society of Democrats aren't satanic worshipers drinking the blood of the sex trafficked. Truth matters. It matters in our relationships, in our science, how we treat each other, in our social lives, in our political lives. It matters. What frightens me, however, is that we are all run to our base camps at the first sight of dissenting opinions or challenging our confirmation bias. And at worst, We are sheltering each other from working harmoniously together for a world that demands our survival. So let's start with the most obvious. We're all in this together. The us versus them. The red versus blue. This tired idea won't carry us any further into the future. It's reached the final stages of what it can achieve. These outdated tropes are forever ingrained in the ones who increasingly wish to divide us, and we should be wary of any ideology and any practice that seeks to divide us. I'm Rick Yackle, and that's the Yak. This has been The President's Neck is Missing, your quasi-intellectual guide through today's modern world.
0: Catch these idiots once again in our next episode.